Hey everybody, welcome back for another edition of the Club Cool Podcast. I am your host, Barrett Dudley, and I'm here, joined in the Wash Media Studio, aka The Lodge, by Mr. Phil Battaglia. Yeah, yeah, you see what I did there? Finally getting the hang of it. Finally getting the hang of it. It's, uh, it's Halloween week, you know? A lot of scary things happening. Um, but uh, but you yeah, we're... house guy? No, not really. I, it's it's uh, it always sounds fun, and it's like something that I would do if everybody you know like rallied mm-hmm. and we're like, yeah, we're doing the haunted house. But like, I I don't need to go through a thing and like get jump scared eight times, and I, it just seems like a recipe for disaster. Yeah, people you know touching you, they shouldn't be touching you, <laughs> leaving the chain on the chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to see that. No. Yeah. Um. Look, I, I've got no choice but to be to be on top of the boards right. this time because we've got we've got no producer. Yeah, you're looking at the camera like they're on. But I'm, I'm, yeah, but they're they're not. No, no video today. Producer Randy, um, he couldn't be bothered to be here after hours. He just said, "You guys don't get video. You're not doing it." Um, you know, he, I, I've got to get home and. No, it's past his union hours. It's past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also he's he's upset with us uh-huh. because we haven't been talking enough about Coles. <laughs> that's right yeah he wants to know about the the Kohl's cash the Kohl's deals the right things to uh to shop for at Kohl's mm-hmm. and um and he's just you know he's just confused about what else is is going on here I, I I came in on on Wednesday and he thought I was wearing carpenter pants but they were actually just cargo pants yeah you know he just he could he couldn't distinguish mm-hmm. between the two so he he just he bailed he said I'm done I'm not producing this podcast anymore well, whatever. Yeah, we can do it on our own. Yeah, yeah. Look at look at me on the. You know, I'm 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 over here on the board. So I'm just <laughs> I'm just do I'm, I'm I'm making it. I'm making it rain spooky sounds in here. What are you gonna do on just su- no video? What do you <laughs> What are you gonna do on uh on Sunday for Halloween? Um, I'll probably dress up and go trick or treating. Yeah, yeah. Like That's, I do every year. Like you do every year. Yeah. You got a good costume. Yeah. What you going as? I'm going as that lady from the documentary. That yeah, that's whatever that's the right. hell her that's name right. is. Ooh, I've got a good. I've got a good one. I've got a good one. Should I announce? Should I announce? Yes. Should I announce what I'm doing on uh-huh. the on the on the pod? You're not doing Wells Waldo. Well, that was for last weekend. Oh, this and this one is actually for my for my office party tomorrow. Uh-huh. I'm going as Cancun Cruise. Like a COVID cruise guy? No, like uh, like can like Ted Cruz in his Texas face oh, mask. Man, that's good. <laughs> Wheeling his dumbass uh, it was suitcase through the airport, <laughs> <laughs> returning with his tail between his legs when he tried to bail to Cabo San Lucas during the snowpocalypse. That's good, man. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, yeah. It was, but I, I came you up with the whole thing. So I, I got to, I've got to do some errands to after this. Yeah, it's a busy day for me today, Phil. Um. I got to figure out, I got to get a little fat around the, right. you know, so I need a little, I need that. And then I got to find a polo that looks like that. I don't have like a mm-hmm. dull gray golf polo. So I, uh, I got to, you have the mask. I got to swing. I, I bought the mask. I swung by, and I need to swing. So I need to swing by Academy. And then I also, I'm going to go to Spirit Halloween and get a little gray, mm-hmm. gray hairspray to do the little, you know, he's got that, he does the like gelled mullet thing that he's got he going with a like little. The Wolverine look with his. Yeah. Now, obviously, it's too late for that. I can't. Yeah. I can't go. But he's, the mask will, you know. Right. But it's um, that's brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and I had I had a couple good ones late. The other one was um, Space Cowboy Bezos. Ah, uh, 
That that's another good one. <laughs> yeah, I came I came up with these late, wow. man. I know, I know. But that would be more difficult because you have to find the blue jumpsuit. So you could get a blue space jumpsuit on on Amazon. Okay. Yeah, like one that looked very similar. And then you just need a cowboy hat. And then you just need a cowboy hat and like some aviators and boot and wear, put, pair it with Western boots. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> And then uh, just do that insane laugh that he does that he did on the. Uh, I didn't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> oh God! Speaking of trillionaires, did you see that uh, that the old Zuck changed the name of the company? Did he really? Did I, I heard they're rebranding. Yeah, they're rebranding. It's now it's now the company is is now called Meta. 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 Meta book. Nope, just Meta. So you have a Meta profile instead of a Facebook profile. No, Meta is now like Alphabet. I see. Yeah, Alphabet that changes owns everything. Google, owns YouTube. Right now, Meta owns Facebook, owns Instagram, owns WhatsApp. Right, collecting all the metadata. Collect, on collecting, collecting. Yeah, yeah. It's not that. It's not that Meta. Actually, it's pretty, pretty on the nose. If you ask me. I don't. So that fixes everything else. Dude, it's insane. I was thinking about this. Like, uh, have you ever watched The Social Network? Yeah fantastic film mm-hmm. it's it's one it, it goes down in in the annals of history of of oscars history as one of the movies that got totally just like not snubbed but everybody thinks of that as the best movie from 2010 mm-hmm. and like for some reason like the way the votes just came in and the way that the that, that it all shook out like the king speech won that year god yeah and so I it's yeah so it's one of those ones where it's just like Oh, uh, we we kind of messed that up. Everybody yeah. knows that Social Network was the best movie that year. Same with ninety four, ninety five, when Pulp Fiction didn't win. It lost to I. I actually think it lost to a better movie than King's Speech, but it was one that everybody like looks back on and is like, "Yep, yeah, that was Pulp Fiction's award." Mm-hmm. Anyway, fantastic movie, and I, you know, I think for 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 many years we were just like, "Yeah, they definitely took liberties with with Zuckerberg." You know, they made him like this little bitter robot dork. Yeah. And surely it's not totally like that because right. it was mostly told from the point of view of uh, of Eduardo Saverin, who got royally screwed, except for not that royally screwed because he got like a half billion dollar payday for sure. doing nothing. Um, and he didn't have to work for the company over the past 10 years as they ruined the world. Uh, anyway, it just every year goes by and you just like keep looking back at that film and it just gets better and better and better because they just hit the nail on the head yeah. with <laughs> what a like sniveling little twit this guy was. It's hard to look at him. Yeah. Not because of all that other stuff. I'm just saying physically he looks like like just dead eyed, doesn't he? Just oh yeah. Black eyes. Yes. Yeah, he's like he's it's, just like a great weird. white great white shark. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Well, we just got a grab bag of stuff today. I did a little Q and A, let people uh enter some thoughts on, uh-huh. on the Grom yesterday. Yeah. Uh and uh man, I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read through some of these and okay. we'll just we'll just tackle them and see how far we get and, and do that type of stuff. Uh, but first, let's go ahead and hear from today's sponsor. How about that? Uh, so today, Phil, I was uh, I needed some I needed some stuff from the grocery store. But as I told you already, I've I've got I've got lots of errands to do as is. Don't have time to to wander around. So you know, I hop online and was able to do it all digitally. How you know online order? I just I just went on I just went online. Uh-huh. I did, you know boop boop boop. I need this this and this. Well, now you have that exact same type of convenience, the same type of ease with all of your plant and tree needs. That's nice. Yeah, I'm talking about fast growing trees. 
Fast Growing Trees is the world's largest online nursery. So you can go ahead and skip those big box stores and head to fastgrowingtrees.com. No more waiting in lines, no more messy cars. You know, you always got to yeah. put a tarp down and then yeah. it's still like you're driving around. It's going to fall over. You take, one, you take one sharp turn right. and you got mulch all over your leather seats. Yeah. Well, you can forget about that now. No more digging through the lackluster selection. You go, you need a fiddle leaf fig. Of course, they don't have a fiddle leaf fig. No. They never have what you need. No, you just go to fastgrowingtrees.com and choose from thousands of varieties of trees, shrubs, and plants expertly curated to thrive in your area and delivered to your door in one or two days. Now, I hope Fast Growing Trees, hopefully they've added to their, you know, their Texas. I think we're like zone eight or whatever. Mm -hmm. You're a plant guy. You know what zone we are? No. (laughs) (laughs) They got to add now, though, that it it does sometimes get sub-zero temperatures here. Right, yeah, we right. get we get week long blizzards and snowstorms. They got to factor that into the algorithm, but um, but I'm 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 sure they have. Whether you're looking for shade, privacy, fruit trees, or just added color for your yard, something to spruce it up, give you a little extra curb appeal. Every plant is shipped with a well developed root system, so that it's ready to explode with new growth come spring. Um, we just got some. Uh, ooh, Laura knows the name of them. They are they're sprouting grasses. I'll take a picture. I'll take a picture. Uh-huh. But they're for two new planters that we got right in the front of the house. Yeah. They come in white. They come in pink. Uh-huh. Um, it's one of the grass varietals. Yeah. A springing grass. Does it, does it have Mexican a pampas, in A pampas grass. A pampas. Okay. That's what I believe it is. Beautiful. But they got everything. Um, and they, they, they look beautiful, shipped right to your door. It's already got that developed root system, like I mentioned. It's, it's pretty amazing. I love fast-growing trees. And... Uh, it's just a better way to buy trees and shrubs, plants for your home and yard. Fall, fall, we're in fall now. Mm-hmm. It's almost November. It's late October. It's almost November. Fall is planting season. Don't let anybody tell you different. You might go to, to those big box stores. They'll just say, anytime's okay. It's not. It's fall. So join <laughs> over 1 million satisfied gardeners at fastgrowingtrees.com. They also have a 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, which means your plants will arrive happy, healthy, and ready for planting. And if they don't, it's all taken care of. You know, that's the guarantee. So now through November 30th, go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash club cool for 15% off your order. That's 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com slash club cool. Fastgrowingtrees.com slash club cool. Okay, Phil. Um, let's let's jump into the mix. I'm just gonna start from the top and uh we will We'll we'll just we'll let the wind we'll let the wind take us. Okay. Yeah. Um get back to you. Okay. Uh Seth asks, how do I know what band or concert shirt is going to sell for seventeen thousand dollars in forty years? <laughs> <laughs> I always go just by the ones that sell the best are the ones that look like they're they cost more than what you paid for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I think I've probably mentioned this before, and and I don't know if the Grateful Dead ones that were on Sotheby's and that were going for those insane amounts of money had this, but like at ACL this year, I was I, I went over to the merch tent. By the way, like everybody's on top of this now. If you don't hit the merch tent day one, like early, like first half of the day of ACL, like the artist merch, not mm-hmm. the festival merch, the, the the it's gone. Yeah. Like you you wander around on Sunday there, and mm-hmm. it's you know they've got like. A few T-shirts left from the band that played at 1 p.m. on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> asleep at the wheel. Shouts to asleep at the wheel. <laughs> Damn. Uh, <laughs> 
Um, I'm a big Brandy Carlisle fan now, yeah. by the way. Did, uh-huh. you watch, did you see those SNL performances? No. Oh, man. She's good. She's fantastic. I guess I know why she's like won like 87 Grammys now. Did you see her at ACL that year? No. Woo. No, I missed it. Uh, ACL the festival or ACL live? No, the festival. Okay. Well, she apparently, she, in 2018, she also did a, the Moody Theater, the ACL live, mm-hmm. which I'm sure she would be phenomenal in an intimate setting like that. She's something. Yeah. Uh, she was just on SNL this past weekend. Incredible. Uh, she's that she's that artist that does pop up every three years when she releases an album, and you're watching the Grammys, and she's like winning all of the awards, or at the very least is nominated, and you're like, who is Brandy Carlile? And she's right. just like this beloved singer songwriter that like transcends genres. She she does this, she does that. She you know she does some western, she does some folk, she does some rock, like you know this incredible mix of stuff. And I don't know why. I don't know whether it's like she's changed her attitude or her label is like marketing her differently or 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 if we're just all like catching up. But she seems to be having her like kind of Annie Clark, St. Vincent moment right now where she's like kind of crossing over from critical darling, beloved indie singer songwriter to maybe having like a like a slightly more mainstream career or at least being kind of, you know, adopted by by more casual music fans as well, such as myself. Yeah, and she's got not only just the most incredible voice, but she writes some incredible songs. Yeah. And alongside her band, her band is like, you know, out of this world. They've got these these two twins that are guitarists. I think one plays, I don't know. They're they're both guitarists, and they also write with her. Um, yeah, no, the twins. The I noticed. I noticed the great. twins on ACL. Yeah, ball, a couple of ball guys. It's hard to miss them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, how did I get there? Oh, just artist merch. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen so, her uh, merch. <laughs> so the anyway, I'm at ACL. I went late on Friday to check out the artist merch. To the artist merch tent, and where I was going with this is, I only usually, I generally, it's a rule for me that I'll only buy a T-shirt if it's got the tour dates on the back. Really? Yeah. Because otherwise you essentially can just go to the artist website yeah, yeah. and pick up the merch. Right. Or you can walk down to Hot Topic at the mall and get like a the Strokes t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And so it's th- that to me is what designates it like as a tour tee that you mm-hmm. got it at the on, on tour at the concert or the festival or whatever right. and sets it apart from just a band logo tee. Mhm. Um, now obviously it didn't matter when it was a 1967, like Grateful Dead t-shirt. Uh, the other thing that I look for is, and this is, this is rare now, but like if it's on a Gildan, it's not going to hold up well. No. You know, like that's, that, that's the problem with, you know, your, your St. Pablo tees, right? The one with the big Kim Kardashian graphic on the back. Like that's an awesome t-shirt that could be worth something someday. But it's printed on a shitty Gildan blank. Yeah, like it's not going to hold up. It's not going to. It's not going to wash and wear like these. That's the thing about the true vintage concert tees, or when you walk into a thrift shop, you're like looking through them, and even though maybe you recognize the la- the labels, Toltex or Hanes or whatever it might be, yeah. that shit used to be made in the USA back in the day. A lot of it was was like pretty quality stuff, even though it was coming from brands that you now think of as just like crappy blanks yeah so that that's a thing to look for you know if 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 it feels like it's going to hold up a little bit better then then i like that 
and then it's just it's 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 graphics man like it's you you just you know don't buy a next level blank either dive, dive deep into your into your your taste levels um one that i really really liked phoebe bridgers had awesome awesome graphics really? on her tees but they were sold out of the one with the tour dates and so i i said i said no no to the others <laughs> Pass. How much is a tour tee these days? Uh, anywhere between thirty and fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah. So they're, I mean, they're that's good for the artists, man. In the streaming era, like they got to make their money somehow. Yeah, sure. But can you imagine paying fifty, fifty plus for a Gildan blank? I mean, I've done it. I've done it with with the Kanye stuff. God damn. Although I think, like, I, I mean. I legitimately on the la- at, at whatever the last shows were, I think he was doing Gildan blanks for a hundred bucks. <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I think that that's that St. Pablo one I have with the giant graphic on the back of Kim Kardashian walking by the pool. I think that was like 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. Something I mean it was it was definitely a stupid amount of money. Uh the other st- I mean like you know I'll be going to a John Mayer concert in April. Yeah. He's he's coming to Austin. Very excited to get my hands on some merch and like he's a guy that you know if it's I don't know if like there will be the online ceramic stuff at, at the show that might be exclusively online, but I'm I'm also looking for artists that have a handle on the merch that are doing cooler stuff. Bieber has great merch as well, for example, and there are you know many many others out there. Uh, Casey Musgraves has had really good merch in the past. They're a bunch, yeah. But it's just it's 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 choosing stuff that feels like it will age well. And that has a really cool graphic and an artist that is going to to also continue to to be successful and and leave a legacy and a lasting impact. Um that was a lot of talk for a question that was probably a joke. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> uh okay. Let's see. What else we got? Um We're in a high GSM sweats bubble. This is from Copy. Might as well talk about who's got the best goods. So this is something that we've talked about before. Um, how big of a deal weight is. Yeah. Especially especially in cotton and French terry and sweats and hoodies and all that type of stuff. Um, John Elliott just released their replica collection. Very recently, the last couple of weeks, super heavyweight stuff. I want to say somewhere in like the 26 or 28 ounce range, very burly. You know, you're going to feel this and it's just going to feel like a brick, right? When you hold this hoodie, uh, those were retailing for like $350. Yeah. I have a hard time wrapping my head around a sweatshirt that, that, that is, that costs that much, especially for one, a brand that I you know, I kind of grew grew up with, not grew up with, but like grew with, and I just reflect on the days when hoodies were one ninety eight or two twenty eight. Ah, the good old days, two hundred dollars, two hundred dollar hoodies, right? But it's but but it's, you know, it's it is totally a perception thing. Like we've talked, to, remember when we talked about that Seekings brand? That see, that's what I was going to bring up because that one's that color. Yes, that's worth it. Whatever that is, right? And I and and because he came out from the jump and was telling this story and then priced it that way. Uh, How like, much is it? I, I think that California red hoodie is three ninety five. Okay. But, nice. I, but I have an easier time with that than I do with John Elliott's washed black 
replica hoodie for three fifty. Right. You know, just because it 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 feels like John Elliott has been reaching for ways to charge more for their product. Mm-hmm. And I and 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 you know, I I know the brands get compared a lot, but you look at somebody like Pat at Uniform that's doing very similar things for not anywhere close to the price. And you just know that there is a massive, massive, massive markup. And I like I get it. Like they have a gigantic marketing budget and a bigger team and three fancy retail stores in Los Angeles, Miami, and New York now. And like, you know, they've got a hundred X the overhead or a thousand X the overhead. So obviously the the price is, is gonna change and, and they're they're in wholesale accounts. Uniform is not. But it uh, just all that being said, it's like you know, if you present to me from the jump that you that 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 this is crazy expensive stuff and here's why it's worth it, that's one thing. But to to just slowly kind of like try to pull the bag over my head is a different thing. And I, I just yeah. can't I can't swallow it at the moment. I just unwrapped the my brand new uniform LA artist tee before I came up here. Mm. And man, is it fifty bucks, dude. Yeah. Come on. He's got new colors dropping, I think, tomorrow or Saturday or something, It's too. a beautiful... I mean, I need to get more colors. I'm going to get in every fucking color. I know. Long sleeve, too. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're that good. They are that good. Yeah. So, um, definitely keep at, keep an eye out for, for their sweats. They He's got new styles coming as well this fall that are going to be in like some crazy, super heavyweight stuff. Um, I'm trying to think of of, of who else I've, I've messed with. Uh, Le, Le Tien. Or Les Tien, L E S T I E N. That's a uh, one of the one of the original designers at Fear of God split off a few years back and does a basics sweats line. Um, you're gonna get the fleeced back on those sweats instead of the Terry, mm-hmm. so it's gonna have that like soft soft fuzzy feel instead of the kind of like rougher loopy feel. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, they're a good one that's at a better price point. I I got a disappointment I can bring up. Ah. Now you know we've talked about like how you how you got to find you got to go hunting for the gems at places like Gap and J Crew. Well, they they have clearly like you know seen that sweats are huge right now, matching sweatsuits. So you do the same color in like a in like a jogger and a sweat short and a hoodie. The stuff looks good online, and I went in store and and felt it. Mm-hmm. And man, it is it's paper thin. Yeah, it's not yeah, good. Yeah, it's yeah. Re- it's not good. That's like that fear of God essential stuff at Pax. Yeah, Island. yeah. It's yeah. so thin. The in, at least the initial release. Right. I, I've heard that that stuff has gotten better, but the, uh, but I che- the, when they first released that, it was like, yeah, this came from Paxson, not from fear, <laughs> not from fear of God. Right. Um, yeah, OV I'm trying. To- has some some cool stuff coming out. Um, if are we gonna get it? You want to go into this now with the Levi's stuff that I was talking? Sure, about? sure, sure. I mentioned to Barrett that I got Target. I'm just, man, they are all over me. The algorithm has dialed in, mainly because I'm clicking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're clicking. But they've dialed in. Yeah. They've got me all over the place, including Home Goods. Like, it, it's all over me. Levi's recently got me with a great ad, and it was uh, this dude wearing this funky colored cardigan. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then, you know, if you go deeper into the collection, it, they've got some great stuff like fleece-wise that is kind of inspired by Patagonia, mm-hmm. but has a, a cool, like, funky Levi's chunky label sewn in. Mm-hmm. Um, It's not, like, the cheapest stuff that Levi's makes, but it's cool. It's different. I don't think it'll be, like, on everyone, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. The, so I, I think the, the the Levi's collection, like their you know their yeah. their stuff outside of the denim, has looked good for a couple of years. Yeah. What I'm what I'm not sure about is like, okay, you know how when you you know how like these days when you shop uh, Ralph Lauren. You can see that like some of the double RL influence like trickles into the into the product and in the main line in various different ways. Um, and for the most part, I think that the quality is like it, it's not night and day. The double RL stuff is it definitely has more build and more make and feels feels a little bit uh, higher quality. But the but the regular Ralph Lauren stuff is still really good. So Levi's has Levi's Vintage LVC right. and Levi's Made and Crafted which are, are their higher-end, more premium lines. And then they also have Levi's Premium, which is an elevated version of, of Levi's main line. But then for a lot of that stuff that you're talking about that comes from that Levi's main line, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence of whether or not it like bleeds into that Maiden Crafted or LVC product quality, or if it's like more, like if it's just... Yeah. If it's low level, if it's low level, like, have you ever tried anything from there, from the Levi's just like mainline stuff yet? No, not no. that kind of stuff. Yeah. If it's yeah. in stag, then that should answer the question. Yeah. And I, and stag generally carries the Levi's premium. Yeah. 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 Or, yeah. I mean, I would really hope to see that cardigan in there. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just, but I, I, mean, but I don't think it would be. Maybe it's a shit cardigan. There. It might the, be. The, the... Yeah. You need a guinea pig it for us. Yeah, I will. It's thirty thirty. It's uh, they were offering a sale too, right? Isn't that I'm what sure. the you so sent me? Everything's you, on sale. You there. sent me that gram, and and I think that the the headline on the uh, uh-huh. the the caption was like thirty percent off a hundred bucks or something like that. So, yeah, we got to try some of that stuff because because yeah. it's they, they they do a pretty good job. A lot they they're doing a lot of sweat sweats and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. We're we're on the the the, the heavy fleece topic, and and another question we got was actually. Uh, directly related to that John Elliott, John Elliott replica stuff. Um, basically, hoodie wrecks to to fill in for 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 that. I mentioned I mentioned Les Ten. Uh, I mentioned um, I mean the the the. So there there there's a brand. There are a couple brands, and I'm I'm probably going to get the details wrong here, but Canada does a lot of the French Terry that you see from US brands. And it and and I, I cannot remember if these two companies are related. I think they're two different ones, but there's CYC and there's Rupa knitting. Mm-hmm. And Rupa does like uh all of Amelie Andor's cotton terry, all their uniform stuff. And I think they do it for Noah as well. Mm-hmm. And then like CYC used to do Supreme and then has done brands like Raining Champ and Wings and Horns and a couple of others. Pretty much Anything that one of those companies makes is going to be like pretty quality stuff and feel pretty weighty. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for, if I, I think Raining Champ is a good one to bring up because if you're looking for like the weight of a John Elliott piece, that's that's probably a good a good you know a good spot to start. Um, and then you know if 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 you like the if you're just looking for like the washes. That, that's harder to replicate. That's probably something that you're going to get more from a brand like Les Tien that does like some dip dyes and some washes and some fades and 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 that type of thing. But um, yeah, it pretty, every brand I just mentioned has has some type of option for you, whether it's Noah, Amelie Andor, Wings and Horns, Raining Champ, um, 
you know, what else is out there for sweats? I think the, I, I'm trying to think the OV again. The yeah. New OV, stuff looked cool. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, are they still doing like a, like a classic, like, like yeah. stuff that's not like their cloud knit or right. the really kind of slinky stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And the, and the mega fleece, mega fleece, Yeah, but the, the new stuff has like more straps on it. I liked, I liked the vest with the strap. The yeah. strap was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a huge fan of the camo print that they did. It I looked a little, it looked a little generic. They do. They did one that's kind of like this kind of, um, you know, pumpkiny orange that was yeah. cool, but then they also have like a blue and an orange camo that I w- I wasn't in love with. But um, Todd Snyder also, I mean, that collaboration with Champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hoodies. that's good. Yeah, that's a good good call. And sweats. I hear really good things about that uh, about that that stuff. But I mean, that'll cost you. What? Yeah, yeah, but not 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 John Elliott right. prices. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're at two hundred. Yeah, I think you're under, definitely under two hundred for the sweats. I believe, and they do they offer different weights yeah. as well. Um, yeah, I'll t- I'll, 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 y'all hit us up on the Discord or Twitter or on Instagram or wherever. Let let us know where where you're feeling uh, various sweats from because it, it it's it's. I mean, the thing is, like like like, you know, Copy mentioned this bubble that we're in, and I think he I think in the Discord he actually talked about a golf brand that he follows that like did a drop of some heavyweight hoodies with like a cool graphic on it. And we were kind of like making fun of it. And then they sold out in 25 minutes. Yeah. You know, so there's just really like anytime you see pretty much anything over 220 grams or 18 ounces, if uh, depending on, on which way they market it, like that's going to be a nice heavy hoodie. Yeah. You know, I hate to mention this brand because it's mention it kind of synonymous with, the douchebags in this town with this and like just golden geese everywhere. Uh huh. Aviator Nation. Okay. But it's been just totally fucked. Everybody, I mean, it's so overdone in Austin. But yeah. It's nice stuff. I, I actually have a pair of their sweatpants. So I feel like they, yeah, no, they, 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 they do have some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a lot of sweats. Lot, yeah, that's kind of their specialty. Yeah. Is it, I always get the feeling that it's like very loungy. Yeah. Like a little like more worn feeling. Yeah. Very soft. Very soft. Yes. Which is so that's the thing. Is that that's almost that's all like I I know they seem to do very well like you're saying. Mm-hmm. But for this type of like streetwear men menswear thing that we're talking about, it's almost like the antithesis of what's popular now. Right? It's like we want like heavy stuff that takes 27 washes to feel yeah. Soft. Um, yeah, talking through this, I think the hardest thing to replicate from a brand like John Elliott is all is all the washes. The and, and so I think the best the probably the best one the best one is gonna be uniform because I know Pat is dialed in on on dyeing and color and wash process and, and all that type of stuff. So I think everything we'll, they do is great. I think we'll see a lot more um cool stuff from them. Um okay. Let's see. There was a couple. There was one I wanted to get here too. Oh, is it okay to roll cuffed jeans still, or is it is it okay to roll cuff jeans still? I think what um, JM is referring to here is like a pin roll. You know what that is? Not like a huge like raw it's, denim thing. It's like where you like pinch the leg of the pant and then roll it, uh-huh. so you kind of like make a taper. You you kind of taper it, and I'm I'm going to say that that's kind of. 
Like as oh, as Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. As as it up. Right. Yeah, so you do like a, you know, you kind of fold in the pant leg and then <laughs> cuff yeah. and it and it tapers the pant for you and keeps it high. I think that I think as we moved away from like joggers that kind of fell out of favor as well. And as as pant legs kind of open back up and looser silhouettes are more popular, I feel like the pin roll fell out of favor. Mm-hmm. You know where you know like it, the, here's the other here's my other problem with the pin roll. Google any shoe ever that you that you want, <laughs> yeah. and that and say on feet and add on feet. <laughs> That's so true. Do it, and you are going to get pictures. Yeah, with somebody in joggers or pin rolled pants, uh-huh. because they're show because they're the the point is that they're showing the shoes. Yeah, and that from like from I don't know when 2014 to to 2019. That that's just like every website that was taking lifestyle photos or on feet photos of the shoes was pin rolling or, or throwing joggers on, mm. and so that's another thing that just like really wore that out for me. <laughs> um, I think it's. I'm sure you could still pull it off. Well, I, okay, not that per se, but like some sort of roll. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I'm specifically calling out like the pin roll yes. where you where you taper your pants by doing it, but where you make it a jogger, where you add like a almost like a. Your pants don't have an elastic cuff, and you're almost you're you're at you're adding it the pin roll to make it look like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, a, cu- a cuffed pant roll or a couple rolls on a chino or cuffing your jeans or something like that. I'm yeah, I'm, that's you're still that. still gravy. Yeah, uh, here's one. What's a good fall shoe recommendation for the office? Any update on on your hunt? Yeah, I'm sending back the greats. <laughs> <laughs> Strike two. Yeah. Uh, today I made that decision. Okay. I tried them on and tried them on and tried them on. And they really look cool. I, I mean, they really do. Yeah. They're too big though. They're too chunky. Okay. They're like big blocks of concrete. <laughs> if it was a smaller silhouette, like a golden goose, that mm-hmm, is like less mm-hmm. stuff, it would work. But they're just too chunky, dude. Have you tried? Have uh, yeah? You've seen those those gray Nikes that I wear, the Tailwind seventy nines, are kind of that yeah, retro silhouette. Yeah, have right. you tried a pair of those yet? Uh huh. I have some. You do have some. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're blue. Okay, but just not quite dressed up enough for what no, you're going for. No, they they're good. They're good, but I have to wear specific socks with them because the tongue, the inside of the tongue on both of them, mm-hmm. scratches Ooh. the top of my foot. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, no, I have some Cole Hans that I, that I like that I got in and I'm trying to figure out the name of them. Bear with me. Have you, uh, it, here's a good, uh, tangent. You know, this guy, I'm going to butcher this name. Um, Salehi Benberry. No, he's doing, he, he's, he just released these, this new balance called the yurt. It's like this giant chunky, uh, hiking thing that has a, a, a rescue whistle. Oh, on cool. the back of it, yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, th- these probably made their rounds on on your Instagram feed. And he, <laughs> he he's got more color, uh, more color ways coming of this thing. It's a very popular shoe. Uh, I, he's there's some ad campaigns with Jesse Williams, the uh, the guy from um, one of the guys from Grey's Anatomy. I think mm-hmm. that's his name. Anyway, he's got like this big mountain beard on stuff like that, uh, and um. Anyway, where was I going with this? It, it, he he's got a croc line coming out mm-hmm. that, that's very that's highly anticipated that people are looking forward to. It, he got his start 
designing shoes at Payless. No shit. And then was at Cole Haan, where he um, I designed and created the Lunar Grand, I believe. Really? Yeah, the one with the stacked, not the flexy one that looks right. like a Nike Free, but the mm-hmm. stacked one. Mm-hmm. The one that utilized yeah. Nike's Lunar Sole, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, And now he's like head of footwear at Versace, plus has all these crazy collaborations oh, with with New Balance and and um and Crocs. Uh they're called the Grand Pro Rally Laser Cut. Grand Pro. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it's just nothing more than a uh standard little sneaker guy with uh some canvas. Kind of suede looking. What I hate about him is Wait, a, say, say that again. Uh Kohan Grand Kohan, Grand Pro Grand Rally? Grand Pro Rally. I hate the branding. So now he's done on all these shoes, not all of them, but majority. The back heel is labeled um, right at the Achilles, whatever that mm, piece mm-hmm, is called. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm okay. I Yeah. These look, these look pretty good. <laughs> he hates them. No, I don't hate them. Eh, okay. No, this look, is. They're going to work, Barrett. They're going to work for everything I'm wearing. Yeah, no, that's that's what I'm saying. This is a good this and this fits very well. I think this is a good shoe rack for the uh, for the office. This is a great office rack, and they also come with leather. But um, you know, the black is cool. I don't know. Well, you have to see them. That again, they're low low profile, so they that your pants can get over them. Yep. Your pants aren't going to stack up on. That's what I hated about the the greats is the greats looked good with the pants that are very relaxed. If, right. if you have any sort of tapering, they're just going to stack on top and you're like clunking around in these things. Yeah. They had to go. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the, this is next up. That's Those are in the closet. The Grand Pros? Yeah. Wait, you do have the Colhan Grand Pros? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. How long, have, how long have you had those? Uh, two days. Okay. So th- this is also a new... Okay. Yeah. So you... You two strikes, back back. two strikes on the Vejas and the Greats, and then yes. and then you did not strike out. You landed on the Grand Pro Rally yeah, sneaker. Right. Okay, that's right. All right. Uh, I was also going to mention here, the Clark's Wallaby is getting harder and harder to deny. Let's check them out. You know which one? You know which one I'm talking about, right? Them up. It's it's the like the weird kind of mock toe looking Clark's thing. Um, you know, you know, yeah, yeah, you know what a wallaby yes. is. Yeah. Here's what's crazy. We've we've talked about this before. This this wallaby thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I did a post on them on the Instagram, which you can't see because I archived the entire thing. Uh, <laughs> Amelia Andor had had their like nubby wool Casentino ones uh, last fall, I believe. Uh, I, I looked back on this. GQ wrote that like this was the hottest shoe in 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 menswear, basically in men's style, in back in 2018. So this has really been bubbling, but I think it's 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 reached its fever pitch now. I see it everywhere, and and the way the the reason why I know it's like I, I wasn't in on Wallabies, and like it's now just been in front of me for so long that I'm I think I'm kind of coming around on them. Mm. I, it's it's one of these shoes that I always think like I think they look good. Unless you're they're on feet and you're looking down on them, yeah. And then I feel like they look kind of elfish. Yeah, that's a good photo with the green, the green pants. Yeah, yeah. 
Those look yeah, good there. And and th this is the, the like the mid top or the high top mm -hmm. and I like I think that the they do a low as well. And I think the low is a little bit more kind of office work friendly maybe. I'm afraid my little baby ankles couldn't they would look really stupid in those. Here here's just the here's just the really classic the 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 wallaby, the low in in maple suede like very mm -hmm. like, you know. And I think it, the, what's nice about these is that you know, you search around on, on Instagram or the web for these and you will see them styled in so many different ways. Like right. this is a hip hop shoe. Wu-Tang Clan was big on wallabies. Like really? you'll, you'll see, uh, you know, streetwear capsules at Union or wherever, like styled with wallabies. And uh, and then it's like very much like a business casual thing as well. You can wear cuffed dark denim in a button down with a fleece vest and, and look good with, with wallabies. So I think it's also a very of the moment um, and, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's been a bubbling trend for a few years, but I think is, as has reached its near or nearly reached its, its height mm -hmm. now and kind of definitely superseded the, the desert boot, the Clark's desert boot, right. which is kind of, you know, in that, in that same vein. Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, somebody writes in, if they have a dream that they can pull off cowboy boots, with non-cowboy fits, is it just a dream? Um, the only thing that, like, I really envy, um, like, the fit that Mark from Midland always pulls off. And it's not a cowboy fit. I guess it is. Also, Charlie Crockett. It's the the Wrangler slack pants yep. Yep. that are flared <clears throat> for a boot. And then a tucked in tee. Excuse me. Tucked in tee. Yep. With boots. Yeah. That look. So you're you're hitting on the same direction that I was gonna go. It's like Western boots definitely work in like non Western fits. But by non Western, I think what we mean is like it doesn't have to be boot cut denim and like a pearl snap. Yeah, the top half can be whatever. Right. And then, and, and, you know, we, we, we've also talked about how like St. Laurent has done like the Lucas boot, which is, which is a Western boot. It's a, it's a short shafted Western boot, just hyper stylized with like a very pointy toe. You know what I mean? But, uh, and, and our legacy and acne have done like Cuban heeled boots, right? Which are pointy toed and, and have that, that Cuban slash Western heel. So, uh, brands that I've mentioned and talked about, like that are, that are, uh, out of Sweden or Norway, like Seifer and Sunflower, like when they do a wide leg trouser or something like that, it's very frequently shown with a boot that could be a Western boot or is a Western boot. And that's, that's where the Midland thing comes in because it's like what they, what, what, what they all kind of have in common is like this kind of seventies vibe. Yeah, exactly. And so the, those are the directions <laughs> that, that Western boots can be taken outside of like your very traditional Western context is like either vintage seventies with, that kind of polyester Wrangler trouser look and tucked in tees and trucker hats and more like your, you know, your Willie Nelson outlaw country seventies mm -hmm. type type stuff. Or you can take it a little modern with your Eddie Slamane, you know, Dior St. Laurent rocker thing. Now the, the key there is we've talked about numerous, numerous times is that if you have a, that that it won't work there if you're trying to pair like a Luke Casey classic with all that skinny stuff. 
because the jean won't fit over the boot. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody actually in, in the in our, our comments brought up the Wythe lookbook, the the uh, the Fall Twenty One Wythe lookbook, which is a guy that came from Ralph Lauren and Double RL has this like Americana Western wear label. Are you familiar with Wythe? Have you seen this? Wythe. 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 Yeah. Sounds like you're trying to say wife. <laughs> they had they, they 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 go, you know, pretty pretty heavy in the the western direction. They're doing some pearl snaps and like new collection is all kind of like Montana based here. A lot of people were talking about this lookbook. Um but uh my point is they 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 make boots. I don't know who's making them making them for them, but they had like a they had a pre-order on some of their boots a while back. Um, and, and you'll always see them and like, they're paired with like a looser trouser. Yeah. And, and that's because the, the shaft that they're running with is, is wider and, and more traditional. So that's, that's just something to keep in mind is, is, uh, you know, if you've got a traditional boot and that seventies look is going to be more of the way to go. Cause the trousers open up, you can do a boot cut, you can do a flare, you can do a, just a, a wider leg. You need something more specific, a shorter shaft, a slimmer shaft, a zip shaft, Tacovas makes one. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go for like that more like modern rocker type look, black jeans, leather jackets. See, like you and your your vegan leather would be perfect to strap some boots on. Yeah. So, so I I, I did I I resized in those. I got a size down. They're a little snug, but I probably just <laughs> need to to drop two pounds. Um, and when I've been messing around with fits in those. Those those Yucatan short shafted mm-hmm. Pecos boots is is what I've been throwing on with them. Oh, yeah. So that that's absolutely absolutely you you knew where I was headed with those with those babies. Um, let's see. Ooh, I, I don't have an answer for this one. What's the male version of Aritzia? I don't even know what that is. Aritzia is a popular women's fashion boutique that I think is best described as like. Uh, I want to say like work appropriate slash more evening based reformation or like high end Zara. I don't know if those are, uh, those might not be accurate descriptions, but that, that is the vibe that I get from Aritzia, but, but it's, it's cool stuff. Let me, uh, let me pull some stuff up here. Um, but I feel, you know, you, I feel like you, you'll be traipsing around on Instagram and, and find a mm-hmm. Instagram model or semi-celebrity, and, and they're often wearing Aritzia. Type of vibes you get in here. Yeah, like Zara, right? It's a little, it's a yeah, but nice Zara. Yeah. So pretty, pretty trendy, very like kind of uptown, you know, um, a lot of leather, a lot of minimal, earthy colors. Not too many bells and whistles. Seen leather jackets, like oversized sweaters, uh, big scarves, trousers, all that type of stuff. What is men? What is men's Aritzia? I, I, I'm not going to be able to answer this one. Oh damn, stumped him. I'm st- I'm I'm pretty stumped here. It, it it's hard because I don't there there's not a looking through like their new arrivals page i want to say acne studios yeah but acne is going to blow this price point out of the water for the most part so then you're talking about like okay well what what kind of replicates acne on a on a 
smaller budget and there's not really anything that 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 just like pound for pound kind of does what they do but for less agni um, also has good hoodies yes good call that'll be some heavyweight stuff for sure and you, you you're gonna great agni's a great brand to find on sale like follow your essences and your mr porters and and matches fashion and all that type of stuff and and you can grab some of that stuff on sale for sure uh, and you'll like I, the retail. They're closer to that that John Elliott price point for sure, but easier to find on sale, I think. Um, yeah, man, I, n- not a one for one with Aritzia. I think you can, you can. I, I, I know this is my answer for everything, but it's it's more of like a collection of like pulling some things from J Crew, Abercrombie, Gap, that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, we got time for a couple of more here. Let's see. Engagement shoot slash wedding coming up. How do you balance on trend versus classic? You've been talking about balancing on trend and classic for as long as I've known you. So I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll let you, I'll let you take a crack at this one first. Yeah. Uh, speaking from someone who's done both. I mean, done what engagement and wedding? Yeah, yeah. the 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 wedding, you need to just spend whatever it takes to get exactly what you want. That was my mindset. So I got a custom made tux. Does that still fit you? Yeah, yeah. Still like it? Yeah, totally. Because that's the what do you say? Classic. How how do you bounce? He's got you know engagement, wedding, an engagement shoot. You know, a lot of yeah. people do these engagement shoots, pictures the, of the engagement, all that type of stuff, or or for your save the date, that type of thing, and then also the wedding. How do you balance on trend versus classic? Yeah, <clears throat> for the wedding, I would go classic all the way, but for the the photo shoot, you could do some some different stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But again, this is the perfect excuse to spend more money than you're comfortable spending on clothing. And if it's something you love and you can wear it more than just for that sh- photo shoot, mm-hmm. then totally do it. And yeah. you'll feel like a million. You'll feel, you're so confident in something that fits you perfectly yeah. and you know it yeah. looks good. Yeah. I, that That's good advice. I mean, because I think people, right, people want these things to, you want your photos, your your memories to age really gracefully. Mm-hmm. You want to look back on them with with really fond memories. So there's no there, there's no reason to, to, to skimp on on what you want. Um, for the wedding, I will say, I, I feel like one thing that maybe comes in and out, but I always feel looks a little bit dated is the classic, like collar on a tuxedo, the, like the wing collar, the one where it's like a oh, band collar, but yeah. then like just does the little vamp- like the, No, 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 I do not. Yeah. That's the bad. vampire fangs uh-huh. go with the full, go with the classic, yes. you know, just spread or semi-spread collar and a black bow tie. Yeah. And get rid of the, I mean, I know you. Don't you like the button? The uh, studs? The studs. I, I mean, I, I'm a covered placket guy. Yeah. Generally, I don't hate studs. What I don't like is a is like the whole, you know, all the the uh, the trappings of like your your the owls, accoutrement. Your, the accoutrement of your of your owls formal wear. Yeah. Standard. The so like a the in the in the vest the that vest. is like that cheap satin the cummerbund plus the little the buttons plus the little wing collar things like that <laughs> that is what you're trying to avoid you want it to look rich and fancy and James Bond and timeless and 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 so like 
Last couple of times I've worn a tuxedo, I've worn a cummerbund. I think I think a cummerbund can be really flattering and and slimming. Um, and vest, I'm not not so much here for. And I like braces. I like suspenders. Uh, but 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 really like just avoid the cheapy looking vests and cummerbunds. And then you know do a do a classic collar and and tie your own bow tie would be my recommendation there. Um, but I think I know I I. I kind of know what you're saying about the engagement photos too, because I feel like for the last decade you see engagement photos and what you're getting is like a pair of Clark's desert boots and dark wash denim, something with like a little bit of a wash though. Um, and then like a quarter zip sweater <laughs> in like a tan or, a, or, or a blue or something like that. And it looks a little like, like you're already like a dad or something like that. Yeah, right. You know, right. So that it that you know, and that that's. Are you gonna look back and hate that outfit? Probably not. But are you gonna look back and be like, "Damn, I looked hot." <laughs> also, maybe not. So I, 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 you know, I I think that you're going for stuff that you just feel really good in, and and maybe that you've felt really good in for a while. Yeah. So if it's that, go for that. But like, th- th- there's other stuff that, you know, I, I, I constantly and in, in, in around the fall season, I'm always and we're always recommending cashmere crew neck sweaters, right? Mm-hmm. That that sounds good to me, you know. Yeah, totally. You avoid the 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 high collar of of a of a dress shirt or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, I I don't know. It, Wear it, the the Yeezy. Tour T <laughs> with destroyed skinny jeans <laughs> and like and some three fifty boots. Yes, and there you go. Or those new four fifties. Yes, with the big like you know the the, right. the super flexy sole and the that. and the sock and the ankle sock. Send that out to wear those. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't. I'm, I'm trying to think of what I, I would per, what I would personally wear for for engagement photos right now. In the fall. I went so safe and just wore a suit, but I unbuttoned the top button. So I was kind of like, Ooh, you know, risque. Yeah. Do sexy, do sexy. <laughs> <laughs> that's good though. That's, yeah. that's, that's, a, that's, it was good. I, I look back on those photos. I still like them. And yeah, I also yeah. look back on those photos and say, Holy shit, look how young you looked. Yeah. Yeah. I'm aging, Barrett. Yeah. That's, I know. I Age, know. You know. No, because I'm aging. You know. No, I'm. I know I'm aging. <laughs> got these gray hairs. Got these. Do you have any grays? Yeah, yeah. I got a few. Me too. Thank God we're not on video today. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like. Uh, you know what? I'd probably go with. I, I would go with like the 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 whole canoe club uh-huh. kind of vibe right now. You know, something earthy and olivey and like kind of Amer- Americana looking. I, I walked through the Buck Mason the other day down on South Congress, and, and they've got some good stuff. They've got like their felted wool chore coat, which is really handsome and classic, and like will probably always look good. Um, you know, you can't go wrong with like your favorite flannel that fits you really well. Uh, and 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 um, you know, I'm 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 just such a sneaker guy that or that that like it's hard for me to. Or, or a boot guy, so I, it's hard for me to imagine not going in one of those directions. Mm-hmm. Like I'm definitely not going to wear loafers. 
I can wear Birkenstocks. Yeah. That type of thing. I'm just going to keep it, keep it, you know, a little bit more just what I feel really good and comfortable with. But, and you don't really have to overthink the, the footwear because a lot of those photos you're, you're cropping out the true, feet. True. True. Yeah. Very true. Maybe, maybe what you could wear. One of our listeners, he, he had this happen to him. His, his present, you know how some people get a present, like, mm-hmm. like how some guys get a present. Uh, that's kind of like the 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 return favor from the the expensive engagement ring. Mm-hmm. You got a pair of Chicago Jordan ones. Ah, yeah, I remember this. Yeah, shouts to Dylan. You can so wear your wear your Chicago Jordan ones if yeah. you, if you flaunt them if you got them. Hell yeah, Phil. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see if we got any more that just must be answered today. I'm looking through here. Um. Let's see. We might not. That might just do it for us today. Okay. There's some questions in here about uh, Club Cool merch. I'm working on it. I have a question about that. What's your question? Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got you know I've, I I I'm I'm teasing out a few thr- a, yeah, a few yeah. strands. <laughs> fleshing out the ideas. I'm fleshing out the ideas. Yeah. That's right. That's exactly right. That uh. Again, we're not on camera because fucking Randy, but your your coat there is really nice. Thank you. Thank you. This is the the this is the travail. This is the travail. It has Barrett's work shirt or work jacket all over it. It does. I've talked about this before. As you know, we finally are able to really start dressing this week because it's been in the high fifties, low sixties in the mornings and in the evenings. Even though it's like eighty degrees in the afternoon, it's fun. It's very tough, but you know you got to layer. That's what we're here for. is, Is the layering. So this is its this is its debut wear outside of the house. It's nice. Stand up. Let's see. Let's yeah, see. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll describe it. Okay. D- yeah, you describe it. Lots. I'll look of, at the cameras as if they're as so. If they're yeah, it's like a it's like an army jacket, right? That's what I get from the buttons for sure. Because that's mm-hmm, one of my dad's mm-hmm. old army over. I guess it's a shacket. Yep. Yep. Um, herring, but it's herringbone herring, texture. Four, five. How lot, many oh, a lot Six. of pockets. I got two button, two button pockets at the chest, and then two hand pockets yeah, um, that are very, that are very convenient. Plus one at the back. Yeah, you can roll the which sleeves. Which I could, could put put anything in. Really, I like the cut there. What are you calling this? A U hem? Uh, a, a shirt tail hem. Shirt tail. Shirt tail hem. hem. Beautiful. It's good, man. It's a size little on little tonal embroidery. This is a small. Yeah. No extra smalls. No, we don't. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. But you could just wash the hell out of it. Okay. Just wash that thing on hot, throw it in the dryer. Um, One thing. So we were talking about accoutrement from Al's formal wear. Yeah. Yeah. How about all the accoutrement that comes in with these MLB players? Can we oh, talk they, about all the shit that they wear? Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about this the other day. Whole, I mean, the necklaces alone. Yeah. This is the only sport where you can wear four pounds of jewelry right. on your neck. Right. Also, Serena wears a shit ton of jewelry on the tennis court too, which is like big but hoop d- earrings, which would get. In the yeah, way. yeah, but 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 does she wear like these guys are wearing like rope chains, multiple man. chains? Jock Peterson has like a twenty four yeah. inch strand of pearls that he's been wearing. Doesn't Jock Peterson look like a like a high school bully? <laughs> he does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got some. Jock is interesting for multiple reasons. Like, have you ever seen like his tunnel photos as well when he's like walking in? No. This dude does not look like a top tier athlete, man. He's like, I, I'm not, I'm not shaming his body image, at, you know. But yeah. he's just very like, yeah. he just looks like a dude on the street, right? You know, doesn't look 
muscular or super taut or anything like that. Uh-huh. He's like the best hitter on the Braves. But um, he is, he, yeah, he, he's, he's been rocking the pearls, which I, I'm, I'm here for. Yeah. So Siri from the Astros. The Astros. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a rookie, right? He's young. He's young. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see his uh, piece and chain? Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. It's the it's the 100 emoji. <laughs> uh, he's got to upgrade that if they win, even if they don't win, which they will win. Okay. Yeah. He yeah. Yeah. Upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. He he's got the the 100 emoji on a chain, and then a bigger like fat rope chain yeah. that he's that that he's wearing. Uh, also, I've also noticed that like a lot of the guys that like Big Poppy and um, any of the dudes that are like that have like those dark features, they edge up in like wax before every game. It looks like okay, okay, right? They are like chiseled. The, fa- lines, the facial hair. They're lined out completely. Yes. Everything. Edged up. Very edged, very up, edged and, up. Yeah. And even the eyebrows edged. Yeah. On point. You got to look on point yes. out there. You know? It's baseball is so when you think about it, like in football, you're very covered up with your helmet on most of the time when you're on the field. Basketball is very fast paced and you're moving all the time. Baseball is like the one sport where like you get you're no every game. Whether you're batting or you're standing out on the field, there are going to be shots of you that are just like lingering on you. Uh-huh. Also in the dugout when you're sitting, right. these guys are sitting in the dugout. So I feel like baseball players, almost more than any other sport, these players have the most face time during their games, which I feel feel like is why they. And then they're just all like it's also just part of the sport. Like these guys, they they didn't go, they weren't really doing the Beckham hair, but they did. They did the they did the the mohawk for the white man is what I'll call it. Yeah, they've all got the same haircut, but it's like the the super fade, yeah. the tapers in the back, and like all you need to see is the back of every one of their heads. Yeah, and yes, it's, all the same. it's like George Just Springer and Bryce Harper. Yeah. Those Bregman has done it. Like, so it's it's they're very trend oriented. They like to they like to style themselves. Yeah. They like to you know they ha- like to have a little glitz, but. One of the things I've been just been thinking about watching this year's playoffs is how, you know how like you know how the NBA Steph Curry kind of broke the rule book when he was just like we can shoot forty five threes a game and I'm going to make sixty percent of them, mm-hmm. and and then it just like nobody took mid range jumpers anymore. It's just all threes or layups and dunks, and then in like you know in football it's like running backs completely expendable now, you know just right. next man up. You we're, we're tossing the ball sixty yards down the field anyway. That's you know there's there nobody's Jim Brown and or Earl Campbell anymore basically right. and if they are they're 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 that for two years. This never happens in baseball. Like maybe the shift has kind of changed the game. And what I'm very much looking forward to is it sounds like in the new collective bargaining agreement we're going universal DH. Yeah, I think the NL is picking up the DH. Mm-hmm. We don't want to see ba- no. p- these pitchers come up and flail around right. trying to hit a ball or just take all the pitches or just take all the pitches and you you know in a playoff game like this it's like somebody's out there dealing and then they might have to get taken out because they're up to bat that's that that's not strategy that you just I, that just sucks i miss the the now when they walk somebody they just send them on mm-hmm, to first mm-hmm. i miss the the catcher having to, <laughs> the intentional walk intentional and then they might watch it <laughs> yeah, yeah you know you gotta throw four it's like at the end of a washers game you're up you've you hit twenty one, but you gotta you gotta hit that washer on the board. That's how we play. Okay, washer has to hit the board 
Oh, if okay. you have extra washers, Got, right, right, right. Yeah, you can't. You can't just board. dump it. You can't. You cannot just, dump yeah. it in the grass. Okay. And you, inevitably, you'll either bust. That's Beaumont rules. That's right. <laughs> you either bust or miss the board completely. In which case, you bust. You know, you go back to fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is all just riveting content. No. Okay. Well, here's what I was going to say. Now we got sports fans out there. I'm surprised that nobody in baseball has tried something like this, like hyper aggressive base running. Uh huh. I'm I'm sometimes shocked at how slow a lot of these guys are. It could be in d- due to the fact that they're wearing eight chains, yeah. you know. But like, why why isn't the thing that somebody is like gunning for a triple every single time? Yeah, I don't know what the success rate on stuff like steals is, but or or, or taking that extra base. But I feel like it's pretty high, like at least fifty percent, and like having runners on on in on second and then especially third when you have only zero or one out, like that's such a huge advantage with the sacrifices at play. Like I'm just surprised that 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 nobody has tried. Like you know what, if you hit it in the outfield and it gets past an outfield, yeah. you're going for a triple. Right. Don't care how good of how good of a rocket arm they are. How many missed throws do you see? Errant throws, one that goes past the pitcher or gets relayed when it's not supposed to get relayed like I, like i don't know i'm just re- i'm ready to see some 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 super aggressive base running or something where like a team comes out and is like we've changed the game with the way with the way <laughs> yeah. that we're playing i don't think that's how they're gonna do it they're not and the, and the biggest reason that this won't happen is because baseball is also like the most like boring old man writer sport <laughs> how like like you know it's all about the integrity of the game we have to do we have to respect the integrity of the game and like you i'm must. surprised they haven't done stuff like banned the shift well it's so hard to get on base yeah you know these pitchers are incredible so anytime they know they've blooped one into the the outfield they're just going to take you know i'm gonna take my right my one base right maybe push somebody over advance <laughs> the runner yeah it's very you know take what take the easy way out yeah but yeah, no, I mean, that's that's fair too. I like it. Ba- I ba- base runners obviously very very important to have. So like yeah. you you don't you don't want to take that risk. But what if you did? <laughs> <laughs> uh, last thing. Yeah. What bugs me a lot about Altuve, although I think he's the greatest, uh-huh. is him short king chewing on his hands the whole time. And it's just constantly spitting. They all spit like they, they cannot stop spitting. They can't. Yeah, yeah. What's he? What he's just? He's biting his nails. Like a like a kid. Yeah. I don't think he has any nails on there. <laughs> Anytime they get him like in between plays, yeah, a, a camera on him, uh-huh. he's just gnawing away, and they're just spitting, 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 spitting. Yeah. Bugs me, Barrett. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, how do you play with a huge dip in? No idea. Maybe that's why they're so slow on the bases. Maybe, maybe so. I, so I think I can't remember who it was on the Red Sox. I think it was maybe Rafael Devers. He he had in like the fattest chaw I've ever seen. <laughs> so and it was like, gross. are you not like buzzing hardcore? Right? And I know, I know people that dip and do that. Like it doesn't affect them the same way it does. Like you or I, if we're just like, I'm going to throw a dip in after having you know not done we this. Should for... do that for one episode. Oh, I will be throwing up in a trash can <laughs> within minutes. I've done it once. Once and only once. Same. Freshman in high school, we all tried it. Did you throw up? Uh, of course. Yeah. I did it at a fraternity party when I was a freshman. Well, when I was already, you know, inebriated uh-huh. and spent like 10 minutes in the bushes, just like yacking yeah. my guts up. Never again. Never again. I don't know how people do it. 
but le- yeah, least of all like dudes that are out there trying to run bases and hit homers. Right. But you know. All right. Well, that wraps it up for us today. Go support the podcast. Check out fastgrowingtrees.com slash club cool for all your plant and shrub and tree needs. Check it out. If you need a plant, it's the easiest way to do it. Uh, and then you can support us directly by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com slash club cool. It's very inexpensive to join. Two tiers to choose from. We'll have some great more content coming for you very, very soon. Plus, you get access to that Discord that I mentioned a few times. Um, thank you for the questions on Instagram at club cool pod if, if you're not following along. Uh, there, there were several other good ones, so we'll, we'll have more content for, for future weeks, but thanks for everybody that submitted. Thanks, Phil. Um, no, thanks to producer Randy. Sorry about no video for the 145 of you that watch and, uh, we'll see you next week. See y'all later. Bye-bye. Welcome to the club.